Welcome back, everyone. You might notice that I do not sound like your host, Ponta, and that is because I'm not. It is me, Claire, the podcast producer. Unfortunately, Ponta could not make it today, so I'm doing my best to fill in for her. But I'm super stoked that I get to fill in on this episode because it's a topic that's very near and dear to my heart, and that is mental health. This year, the George Brown Mental Health Conference is taking place February 29th, and the theme of this year's conference is international student mental health. So today, we are speaking to Alex Irwin from the conference organizing team, and also Lindsay Noyan, who is an international student here at GBC and a peer mentor with Peer Mentor Plus. I'm really excited to dig into this topic from both of your perspectives. So welcome to the podcast, and uh, how are you doing today? Thanks, Claire. Um, yeah, nice to be here. I'm doing well. Yeah, great. Oh, yes, and me too. I'm doing fantastic today. It's a nice day, you know, being in campus, being back, it's amazing. Yeah, oh, good. And we had some sunshine yesterday too. I'm sure that helps. <laughs> mm-hmm. So can you each just let me know what it is briefly that you do at the college? Uh, so I'm the director of student well-being and support at the college. So I oversee um, a couple of departments, and that includes counseling and student well-being, uh, accessible learning services, uh, deaf and hard of hearing services, and then the Peer Mentor Plus program. And hi, yeah, I'm Lindsay Nguyen. I'm an international student. I study marketing administration. I'm in my final year right now uh, at Chichibra College. And at the same time, I'm a student staff. I'm working for Peer Mentor Plus as content design and peer mentor support, you know, come and meet students, supporting them with everything about mental health. Awesome. So Alex, why did you choose the topic of international student mental health for the conference this year? And or maybe it wasn't your choice specifically, but why why was that the topic that was chosen this year? Um, I think it's it's been a topic that's been in the air for a couple of years. I mean, we it's one that we thought we wanted to focus on for a while. And um, it turned out to be very timely this year because there's been a real focus on international student supports. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, you know, most people know that the system has uh, accepted a lot of international students in increasing numbers over the last few years, a number of years. Mm-hmm. And I think there's been a growing consensus that we need to support those students um, in a better way. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, it, you know, recently there's been the federal announcement that they're going to cut the number of student uh, study permits. And I think that's a reaction to the fact that we see this as um, a group that really needs our support. And Mm -hmm. I do think there's great work going on at George Brown and in in other post-secondary institutions to support international students, but but absolutely more needs to be done. Mm -hmm. But I think the conference is going to be an opportunity to highlight some of the good work that is happening and to highlight where the gaps are. So I see it as a a very important um, in terms of the timing. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And Lindsay, you are an international student at George Brown yourself. And you also speak to George Brown students on a weekly basis as part of your position with Peer Mentor Plus. So I'm curious from both parts of your experience, first of all, what do you find is difficult for your own mental health as a student, an international student here at George Brown? And then also, how have you noticed any differences in the experiences and issues brought up by international students versus domestic students? Okay, so first is about my mental health. So I study both online and offline. I'm, you know, 
after COVID, I have two years study online and kind of like it's hard to make new friends. So that's one of the first point I want to talk about is to be open to talk and make new friends, mm. you know, when you're actually in person. You know, college time is like a great time to make long-term friendship and, you know, take advantage of it. Uh, talking to someone you trust, such as friends, family, concealer, or like parents to support like us, like it's going to help you express your emotion and receive support as well. So that's the first thing. And as well, you know, at the same time, having fun, doing clubs, activities, or events that you like or, or interest about. Also, if you prefer online platform, there's some platform like Meetup, some events on Event Pride about local activities at local events or like Bumble BFF. I heard that from my friend. So uh, I actually kind of like get into it. So that's, that's what I said about how I try to open to talk and make new friends when we actually come in person. So that's the first one. The second one is I think that experience for uh, not only me, but people around me as well. It's a stress level of the academic workload, deadlines, exams, and grades. It's happened for everyone. I, I think it's not just me. But, you know, in terms of stress, for me as, as an international, I have more things to care about. And it, it sometimes makes the stress level higher than other people. Mm-hmm. And also how I observe the, the things as well. That is why I try to maintain to go back to myself, take care of my well-being and manage that level by, you know, doing the preparation before and try to meet the deadline because it's bringing a lot of stress because we, as international students, we're not just only study, we have to work at the same time. So time management is one of my top key points here. Mm-hmm. And the next one is about other people, how I supporting them. My views at international students that's different with those medic students is that we have to deal with anxiety about the future, a career, finances, relationships, everything. Like after graduate from college, it's a new world for us. Mm. Um, in in of facts that we are from different country and we uh, travel to Canada to study, we have to experience a lot of cultural differentness. Like moving to new country, we have to learning a new language, adapting to a different social. And academic environment is very, very different. And especially living in downtown Toronto, which is a multicultural countries. So not just Canadian culture. We have to learn from different accents, <laughs> different, you know, mm-hmm. cultures. That's a good thing, but that's also a challenge for, for a lot of people as well. The next one is about financial. You know, it, it's some, somehow it's become a pressure from paying higher tuition fees the renting fee, you know, living expenses or the exchange rates. In some countries, especially like my country, uh, the, the race is very a big thing, kind of is bring a lot of pressure for my parents. So that's why I try to manage doing part-time job at the same time. And a lot of internationals doing that. And when they're talking to us, you know, most of the topic is about money, <laughs> how to manage financial. They got a lot of stress and they want to find a new opportunity. They want to find jobs and working at, at the same time to better support that. And the last point I want to touch in is homesickness. We are away from our family, missing them and our friends. And, you know, everything is unfamiliar with what we experienced back home. So the homesickness is, is actually happening 
uh, not just at the beginning when when it just came, but it's still going back. And somehow, how when we feel lonely or we don't know what to talk, we have a lot of things going on, we don't know how to solve the problems, the homesickness, you know, and, and the loneliness feeling coming back. So somehow we need someone to talk with. That's why they come to us and talk. And that's what I experienced so far. Yeah, there's a lot there. Actually, if I could just add to that, because I really appreciate you sharing all that, Lindsay. It's um, Thank you. Uh, you just highlighted so many things that we try to be aware of in all the student supports and the academic supports at the college. And I know international students face, you know, financial uh, challenges, housing, healthcare. And then you also were talking about just the whole idea of moving to a new culture and that there can be loneliness and lack of connection. I mean, I was fascinated you talking about the difference between online and in-person, right? I mean, that's um, that's been a challenge to create um, a sense of community for international students because being far from home you need to find connection somewhere in your environment right mm -hmm. and um and i particularly feel that that must be important when you're dealing with a new culture where the cultural cues and the sort of um the classroom could feel very different there's just a lot of differences there for you that would cause more pressure, more stress than they might other students. And then, as you said, also the pressures from home, which I'm sure is pretty severe at times. And then that's pressure on oneself, right, to, to succeed. So, um, so anyway, I appreciate you uh, highlighting all that. And that's those are that's the challenge for us, right, as an institution and as an education sector. To how do we provide supports that can help facilitate all that for you? You know. Yeah, and that leads us actually into my next question, which is what supports are currently available to international students at George Brown College and what is lacking? Like, do you two know of, of, this is a question for both of you, do you know of supports that are already available or supports that could be available or? Um, yeah. Do you want me to start with that? I can talk about the supports that I know are available, but I'd be interested to hear from Lindsay what she has accessed and, and what she sees, you know? So we have a lot of supports. I mean, there are specific supports provided for international students in terms of information provided that is seen as really important and valuable when you're coming into a new country. And that's particularly at orientation. That can be college-wide or program-specific orientations. But then also in some of the services that I oversee and that are in student success, like, like counseling, accessible learning, um, Peer Mentor Plus, which uh, Lindsay can speak to. And then, you know, the Student Association has outreach and uh, they oversee our health insurance plan, which is a very important factor for international students in terms of being aware of what, what they need to know about that plan. And then I would say one of the most important things is we have a pretty robust team of international student advisors and they are available for in-person or virtual sessions and can provide, you know, information supports about study permits and work visas and also um, make referrals to the rest of the rest of the college. Hmm. Okay. And Lindsay, I don't know what you think in terms of Peer Mentor Plus and other programs that you work in, but also that you've accessed yourself. So it's actually you touch on everything that I actually oh, experienced. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's great that like, you know, that's mean that as an international student, I actually using the counseling service, Peer Mentor Plus, hmm. as well as like student association, they organize a lot of events. Uh, and social gatherings for friends to enjoy. And it's actually a good thing. But in order to support that, I think there's something, maybe they have it already, but I don't know about it. It's like newcomers guidance service. 
you know, when the, the student, they came to Canada, basically they know nothing about the country. And it's going to be better if they get a leave uh, from other international students from their country as well. Like maybe we can organize that and like, you know, make it leads by international students from uh, we have different countries there and whoever international students coming from each country we can use the, the same language to help supporting them at the beginning if they're helpful and i know that international students not a lot of people that you know speak english influently and they got a lot of like you know documents papers and stuff like that at the beginning i don't know how to solve it and um they need someone to speak their language to support them at the beginning and everything is new for them and it's it's great that someone right there you know they just email them to let them know that they always want person for them to reach out to support and ask any questions in terms of online or in person they can book uh in-person session or just online through zoom or teams that they can getting support in any things about work life and they weren't that yeah, yeah i think i think and what you're saying there about the importance of speaking in your own language sometimes. I mean, that's a that's a hard one. And if you want to talk about a gap, that can be challenging. But sometimes um, I think that would be appropriate to have that in some areas of the college, even though it's it's challenging to do to to have. <laughs> but also what you're highlighting about um, how complicated it is, you know, not only coming to a new culture and all of those adjust, adjustments and not necessarily understanding what these services even are, if you're not used to some of them, um, but also just the bureaucracy of paperwork and, you know, permits and healthcare systems that are different and navigating all of that is challenging. And even though we do have international student advisors, there's always work to be done that way. And probably a little more pre-arrival work, I suspect, before people mm. even come to the country to understand um, what's coming. Yeah. I don't know if you know this or not, Alex. Do you know if the college has any plans to implement any additional supports for international students? Um, if not, that's okay. <laughs> well, I well I, I mentioned other languages. That's something that would be an, a nice thing to have. Um, I think we're always looking at, in student success, having additional uh, targeted groups for international students. And there is one in Peer Mentor Plus, but mm -hmm. um, I think we could have more of those, both um, in counseling and accessible learning and in peer mentor plus, but, but potentially social groups. And I think, you know, Lindsay had mentioned that just groups that maybe don't have the stigma as some of those other services that some international students might bring with them, but might draw people into a sense of connection. Uh, so I think we, we always have work to do to improve that. Then it's not just student success at all. It's also uh, the academic areas. And there's a lot of work that goes on because that's the, the home of the students. You know, they're coming to the academic programs and um, a lot of those programs do really well through orienting students and helping them become feel welcome in the classroom. And But I'm sure there's always work to be done that way too, depending on the area of the college. Um, but again, great work going on already, I think, and especially in areas that have a lot of international students. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, that's a good reminder of the Peer Mentor Plus program because there is a there's a Peer Mentor Plus international student support group, right? Yeah, yeah, we do have it. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay, that's great. I can imagine that helps for the socialization part for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, 
And um, I haven't asked you, Alex, yet about the conference. Would you be able to let us know a little bit about what some of the, I don't yeah. know, are there workshops? Is it like, are are there speeches? Like, yeah, what's happening? so uh, let me, I can just talk briefly about that. Um, you know, the conference is, uh, the mental health conference is one day. It's actually an annual conference. We've been doing it for many years. I think we're at almost 25. I might get that wrong. Okay. But um, this year we're, we're actually, unfortunately, already sold out. We have, we've sold 320 tickets, which is pretty extraordinary. And that's the first time that's happened, which I think, or at least since I've been involved. So that I think, you know, highlights how important this topic is. Yeah. It's, it's majority George Brown people in attendance, but we do get outsiders. We get people from other colleges and universities and community agencies. Mm-hmm. So this year we have two keynote speeches or talks and there, each of them are also doing sessions. And the, the first is the um, Center for Campus Innovation and Mental Health, which is a very important organization in Ontario. And they are highlighting their International Student Mental Health Toolkit, which they developed um, recently, which focuses on different areas um, that are seen as priorities for international student mental health. So they'll be presenting that and then doing a workshop on it. And then we also have a group um, that's called SOCH that focuses on South Asian mental health. And mm-hmm. uh, they'll be doing a keynote in a session. And we're excited about that because, uh, you know, we have a lot of South Asian international students at George Brown. So I think that's important to include them. And then we have a lot of breakout sessions focused on food insecurity, housing, um, supporting international students in the classroom, uh, peer supports. And then we have um, a couple of the counselors from my area presenting on using movement as an alternative approach to supporting well-being in international students because there's there can be as i mentioned like stigma in in, in accessing things like counseling um, and mental health supports so um, there's very interesting alternate ways to help international students access services they might need so yeah. that's sort of briefly but there and then we're going to have an international student panel as well of students uh, importantly and to hear what their experiences are like so uh, so we're excited so that's sort of a brief rundown great um, and is there a way that, um, I, I realize it's sold out, but is there a way that people can get some information after the fact about what happened at the conference? Or um... That's a great question. Um, I don't actually have an answer to that right now. I, I'm hoping so, that we will um, provide some information afterward. I think certainly we'll provide um, some of the PowerPoints and information about some of the breakout sessions and so on and the keynotes. So yeah, hopefully. We do have a webpage. So that's where we would post okay, that. I'll link the webpage yeah. in this episode. Okay, that's yeah. great. Lindsay, what tips or strategies do you recommend to international students who might be coming to you with mental health concerns? You know what? I, I feel like after pandemic, more people are more, you know, pay attention for the mental health. That's why the conference is sold out so quick because mm. people actually care about it right now, especially us. It doesn't matter international or dosmetic, we all have the mental health problems. So there are some tips that I took myself and I practiced it every single day and helped me a lot, you know, to adapt with the culture, finding friends and make make a living in Canada to become my second home. So first one is beside friends at school, maybe going out for different activities and environment like sports, gym, arts, music. Maybe they like dance as well. We have some kind of like dance community in, in, in Church Brown, also organized by international students, I think. Okay. Yeah. 
and then find, you know, find your interest, maybe something that you want to do, try to, to connect with your talent and connect with people in the same level of energy. <laughs> we have the same, you know, same topic, same thing to talk about, make that circle bigger so that you have a bigger community, just not friends at school, mm. open that uh, connection. And the second one is be open-minded for any cultural experience, try new things, Invite friends to your culture, festival, and events. The, the things coming up is the Lunar New Year, which is a big thing for, for South Asia, mm. and it, in, including myself. It's also called Vietnamese New Year. So we have a big celebration there. And the things that I actually planned for it is I'm going to invite my friends to a Vietnamese restaurants. We're playing some games, some very traditional games, and enjoying Vietnamese food. Exchange the culture with my friends. So mm. that's the tip for it. And the last one is everything about yourself, self-healing, living independent. It's great. You know, it's a great time for you to focus on yourself and do whatever you want. Like no one can control you right now. So try to, to, to go back with yourself. Don't spend all of the time for, for other people. Maybe at least one day. Like for me, I spend my Saturday just for myself doing whatever I like. I go to the gym, reading book, and then writing journals listening to music, what, whatever I do is to kind of like the things that I want. At least spend some time for yourself, doing whatever you love. And it's just you in your time zone and you don't have to like, you lock that time down and make it yourself. So I think the self-healing is very important. Mm -hmm. I love that. You have a mix of um, time to yourself and also time with other people and mm -hmm. connecting with things outside of school, which is always a good idea too. Yeah. And I was just going to add, I love what you're saying, Lindsay, about... Um... Yeah, taking chances and connecting with people, I think that's so important. And um, But I was also going to say, from I used to work in, in academics, I was an associate dean, and the, the advice I would give international students always is don't be afraid to ask questions, you know? Like, don't be afraid to go to your professor, to, um, to even go to your associate dean, your coordinator, and ask questions, particularly when things aren't going so well, you know? In terms of your mental health, in terms of your academics, you know? So I think that's the advice that I would give. But then I, I think the advice of going out there and connecting with people, student association, peer mentor plus clubs, you know, really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, this is all very helpful uh, information, hopefully for our listeners. And I wish we could go on forever and ever, but we have to wrap up soon. So I just want to know if you have any other thoughts on this topic of international student mental health, anything else that you think is pressing that that we should that listeners should know about oh i mean to wrap up everything up i think like you know come back to yourself taking care of your well-being just try to talk talk more the more you talk the problem can be somehow solved you know talk to peer mentor sport at school or talk to someone that you trust talk with your friends with your professor to the people that you feeling like they can understand you to talk with them and release those stress out of yourself out of your mind and or if you like kind of like an introvert person, I recommend you writing journal. That is what I do. Mm. Uh, I'm not an, an introvert, to be honest, but it's helped a lot. E either you extrovert or introvert, writing journal about yourself, about what you think and, uh, and feel like is helped a lot for you to clear your mind. And it's a great way. It's the same thing. Like you talk with someone, you write something down. And process kind of what you're, what's going on in your head a little bit, right? Exactly. Um, Alex, did you have something also you wanted to add? Oh, I was just going to say that from the, just thinking about staff and faculty and counselors and just sort of 
our approach to working with international students that something I would say is just to never assume you know what's happening for the individual in front of you. Never assume that you know what they need. You know, always listen and learn. And also just that even though there's a lot of challenges, as Lindsay was highlighting so well, international students have come a long way. You know, they've they've come a long distance to be where we are and to come to a strange and new place. And they can be very brave, resilient, strong, and we have a lot to learn from them as mm-hmm. well. And then we have a lot to do to improve our supports and always improve how we how we work with international students. Yeah, definitely. That's great. Thank you. And how can we follow up with each of you or each of your services? Um, so Lindsay, how can we follow up with Peer Mentor Plus? Absolutely. There's the one easiest way is to go and follow us on Instagram. It's at GBC Peer Mentor Plus. But yeah, you just reach out for us directly and every information that we have is all in the link in bio or you just, you know, send a direct message and our team going to receive it. Okay, awesome. Thank you. And how about you, Alex? I don't know, is there a direct contact to you or is it the department? Is there some way that students can... Um, so we have multiple web pages for student well-being and support that are all on the George Brown site. Um, there's also an email address if someone wants to access counseling and or accessible learning services. And that's letstalk at georgebrown.ca. Okay. So yes. that's the general email. And okay. people are welcome to contact me if they have any questions. Absolutely. Okay, great. Since you're advocating for asking questions, you have to. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Absolutely. Great. Well, thank you both so much. I know that this is a really big topic and there's no way we can cover everything about it in one 30-minute episode, but I really appreciate all of your thoughts. There's a lot to think about and a, a lot of helpful points and suggestions, and it's really good to know that there are supports available for international students at George Brown College as well. So thank you so much, and yeah, Thanks, have Claire. a great day. Thank you. Thanks a lot.